welcome, 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 welcome. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. That's me. Uh, you're also here with this guy over here. Howdy. It's, no, that side, which is Lee. Um, it is indeed. Yeah. This is Fret Talk Podcast number 163, I believe. And live stream, like, probably 100 by now. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not that oh. many, but... I don't know. I'll uh, I might one day top them all up and check. I didn't tell you, but we've uh, we're actually live in a, a group that we don't normally go live in. We're we're live in bass pedal boards of doom because we have a, a bass version of the group as well. Nice. So, hello to people in bass pedal boards of doom. We know you enjoy pedals too. Maybe not as much as we do, but hello. Evening, Mister Fisher. <laughs> He's, uh, he's just popped up. You, you and that cursor. You are, you are working that cursor today. Why is it? Cu- I don't understand. Uh, there is a setting to not show the cursor, and I, I you've I clearly still got that <laughs> unchecked. Um, yeah, it's a bit, bit annoying, man. So apologies. It's, uh, it's all, it's all right. The podcast listeners won't even be able to see it because it is audio only. Uh, so we're episode <laughs> one, one sixty three, Fret Talk podcast. Uh, you're here with me and Lee, and it is another live one. Um, I'm also, I'm donning, I don't know if you can see it, but a rather fetching t-shirt, which has got um, the the Fuzztopia group on this. It's a Fuzztopia branded t-shirt. I love that. I really do. I was going to get one, but I'm, I'm skint, so I didn't. But I'm, I, will, I will speak to Alex about getting one, because he sorted them out, didn't he? He did, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, very very nice print quality. It fits very nicely as well. Because um, I, I had to go for Fat Bastard sizing, unfortunately. Um, but it's it it uh, it's quite form-fitted as well. So it's it makes me feel not so fat, which is which is glorious. Um, Apparently we're talking about Mr. Peter Green again. Are we? I mean, it's, yeah. it, it is still sad news that he's uh, he's gone. Um, it's it's only on YouTube. It says that though. Yeah, it's weird, man. That's fine. We'll we'll sort that out. Um, so, how are we out there in um, pedal boards of doom and YouTube and all of those places? How are we? Um, how are you guys out there? I think we should probably start doing a podcast. So, um, <laughs> what we've been up to? What have we been up to this week? Do you want me to go first this week, Lee? I think I do, yeah, because I'm just gonna like. Uh, You're gonna too much. <laughs> yeah, you go first, man. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've had I've had quite a busy week. Um, so since since we last spoke, um, I think the TC Dark Matter video dropped for um, No Talk or Tone, and this literally like two days ago. Um, I demoed a rather, rather fancy little box from, uh, funny little boxes slash bad penny effects. So this is the um, the little box, which is like a silicon, silicon fuzz, with, and you'd think if it was like a like a standard fuzz, you'd expect gain and volume. You've got your you've got your level control, but 
instead of a gain, it's whacked the gain all the way up. Uh, and you get a starve control, so you get to alter the voltage going to the transistors. So I'm assuming this is a uh, this is a fuzz. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very common thing to do, and fuzzes always sound best when they're on full gain. And, you know, it's just it's just the way it is. Indeed. All you need is fuzz. Fuzz is all you need. Uh, Maxed out. Yeah, Max. I mean, that's uh, that was the Raise the Dead's um, whole MO in it. That the fact that the best setting on a fuzz face is everything up to eleven. So I'm not going to give you the option to not do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Um, but yeah, this is this is very similar in the fact that it's it's all maxed out. So it's just completely dirty fun. Um, and you've you've essentially got two controls. That alter the uh, the characteristics of it. So you've got the starve control, which uh, drops the voltage, which can get you. So once you drop the uh, the voltage of the, the transistors, you can drop it so much that if you're using single coils, it cuts cuts the signal. So you can like fine tune it in just on that precipice of where they're just getting enough to work. So you can get like really kind of spitty gated uh, like fuzz tones. Um, if you turn it up just a touch from that, you get like it's almost like a crunchy overdrive because it's it's not getting all of that raw signal to the the transistors, but it's it's still getting something. So you get like a kind of kind of thinner and crunchier tone, and then as you turn it up, you just get more and more saturation and more and more smiles. <laughs> I think it's the yeah. Yep. One one of the things that um, a lot of people aren't aware of with bad pennies um, is that uh, Mark is actually a class A one dude. Um, he uh, he makes pedals out of like old cameras and these sort of things. Have you seen those? I haven't. No, I've only seen the kind of the the standard form factor, which is like a, a metal enclosure encased by a, a wooden. Uh, housing almost so it's kind of mm. half and half it looks looks a bit like um the the old uh old like station wagons with the wooden paneling up the side but in a much, <laughs> yeah. much classier way yeah they they do look very different they're, they're usually quite square as well aren't they yeah but mark, mark uh his name's mark barnes he's um uh, you know, I was doing a fair bit of talking with him. Um, so we were talking about a few bits and pieces, and then we I, I went over a few of his videos and realised that every video had, like, a Muse track in it. Uh-huh. I was like, Mark, are you a fan of Muse? Uh, and it happens that he is also a mega fan of Muse. So we got on really well. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so he started sending me over some music that he, he's done, and um, he's very good. His yeah. his band is spot on. Really, really, really good. I've got to check it out then. Mm. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, I got a lot of time from. We were talking about maybe working out see if we can do a digital gig on Pedalboards of Doom or something along those lines. Yeah, um, that'd be so super cool. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna get some of Mark's stuff over um, to try try out as well because you you speak of it very highly everyone i've spoken to has tried it um yeah has spoken of it really highly as well yeah i mean 
I was expecting the video to be because it's like you've essentially got two controls. You've got this staff control, and there's like a base cut. Um, so you you've got like a, a really focused tone, and then you've got kind of balls to the wall fuzz once mm. you uh, let the bass because it's bass before uh, the amplification stage, so it gets that kind of like flubby and chewy bottom end, um, which is a, a fantastic fuzz tone in and of itself. But I, I was expecting because it's got two controls, uh, probably about a five. Five minute video. It ended up being just <laughs> under ten minutes because I I just ended up playing it so much, uh, and it comes across yeah. in the video how uh, just how much joy I was getting from that pedal. I love that when you, when you start playing and it's almost a uh, a double edged sword, isn't it? Because you, you start playing, you're like, oh yeah, I'll just do a small video of this, and you like really get into it. And, Time goes differently when you're really enjoying yourself. You know, time flies when you're having fun. So, as they say, yeah, um, they, they are bastards. But when you know when you're um, when you're playing it and, and it's like, oh god, I haven't had this before, and this is making I'm feeling it through the guitar and this sort of thing. You just want to keep playing, and then you're like, shit, I've got so much editing to do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, fortunately, I I kind of caught myself mid video and, and then like moved on to different settings so that I didn't have to edit so much. But I ended up getting like real kind of Gilmore y uh lead tones from it and then mm-hmm. shoving it into the the driven amp just it got like disgusting. It was amazing. It was just filth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it's, so that's bad pennies and what was the name of that one? That's the little box and they are they are exclusive to um funny little boxes there are i think there are 10 available okay. um and as of uh as of like when the video dropped there were there were eight left um okay. i imagine there's probably less even there um just a quick share i've just noticed uh both bimson and mr fletcher are in the chat shout out to those guys both hello which boys are patreon uh subscribers so cheers i can't see i can't see fletch i can see um and uh, and Flischev, uh from folks and guitars, and I can see Andrew. But um, maybe if your name starts with A, you can come in. But if you're if after A's, sorry Ben. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah, um, I think I might actually be in the future a little bit. Time time happens slightly before the south. But yeah, <laughs> you just admitted it. Uh. <laughs> I didn't say that I was from the north. I just said that you're from the south. Yeah, and time happens differently where you are, which means you are in the Midlands, <laughs> of course. Yes, yes. I can't get rid of this little line above your head on the on the live stream. It's bugging me. At least, actually, yeah. No, no, no. It's further up. Doesn't matter. Right. Okay. So, what else have you been up to, man? Uh, so, uh-huh. uh I was just showing you oh. these before the um, before the. <laughs> yeah, man. Show, side, sh- show so, me your pick. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, a little story with this. Um, like as uh, as the con- the whole lockdown thing started, uh, kind of taking effect, I was doing a lot more browsing Instagram, uh, as you do, uh, and I came across uh, Trident's picks. Uh, in fact, I was following Trident's picks before that, but um, he had 
uh, a little sale on, and he posted up something like uh, about 30 different pics on this one post and says, like, oh, DM me if you want some details. Uh, so being being bored and, and having a little bit of spare cash, I went, yes, sweet, I'll do that. I'll, I'll see what the what's going on. Uh, and then I, I said, okay. Uh, like he was doing a deal on, like, you you buy three and it becomes a certain, like a set price. Um, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go for three. And then as I, as I kept like talking to him and we just started geeking out about it, it was like, okay, I'll have another three. I'll have another three. <laughs> then I ended up with like 12 picks or something. Um, so like, here's a, here's an example of, of one of them. This one is a, a particularly nice one. Let's see if we can get it into the camera. There we go. That one is, Oh, the, I've put it on manual focus. So. <laughs> yeah, bring it closer to you. There we go. This is um, this is a purple heart uh, pick. This is so it's made. It's a wooden pick made of purple heart, which is a quite an exotic wood. Um, but you, you have, have a lot of bases, don't you, on the neck? Yeah, yeah. Like there's uh, Ibanez with fingerboards with a purple heart, or like purple heart wedges within like like they're like yeah. Like it's usually like a, a seven piece, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so that's a purple heart uh, pick, and that's the kind of the standard um, standard shape of the Trident stuff, which is it's kind of like almost Jazz three size, which is my kind my go to uh, size for picks. Um, but then it's also got this little point thing on it, which isn't the normal pointy bit. No, 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 because you've got. I'll hold it a, a slightly different way. You'll see it's got two points. Ah, see point. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. That's uh, that's a contender for the shit joke at the end, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I'll I'll show you if I can get my hand in shot because everything's backwards to me there. So you see, the little blade, the little point thing, sits underneath your thumb. So it's almost like you you're not just contacting it between your your. Uh, finger and your thumb you're also getting contact all the way up the thumb as well so it leads to a really um like a really precise and really um stable pick uh so i really like the um the ergonomics behind that but that's pretty cool people in in the comments tell us your favorite picks because it's uh it's a real objective thing that is no no sorry subjective objective objective Yeah, um, it, because you know, personally, I I like jazz freeze. I really do. Um, I I use like the Dunlop ones have done for ages. But when we had the chap on that we were talking about with about the uh, picks at the time, he really opened my mind to try another other ones out. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a little bit actually. That's that's a lie. I did a little bit. I went around and looked at different picks I had. So I had like this one, which was you know this is really really flexible, and I don't usually use picks that have got any flex in them whatsoever yeah yeah, and, me neither. Um, yeah it, it kind of it, it is different it it does give you a bit of um a bit of a bounce when you're playing fast if you know what i mean yeah it's it great also great for kind of loses... funky leads isn't it yeah but i mean i mean when you're actually playing like faster lead it, you kind of like you get that rebound of the note of the note so it kind of yeah. like it slows it down slightly and then speeds it up so you get this flick and and it's a bit more pronounced, but it's a lot less accurate. Accurate. Yeah, you also <laughs> you also get that kind of like 
whap, 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 uh, like with the, yeah. the plectrum kind of, it's almost kind of slapping the strings rather than pushing through them. Well, the Jazz Freeze are a lot more percussive, aren't they? Uh, yeah. they uh, you really hear the string noise when you're recording with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I like them because they they largely get out of your way and they're, they're very reliable. Once you pick, you know that your note is there. Um, but you might have seen this this monster. So I, I <laughs> I've got this this one which is completely out of my out of my wheelhouse, which is an eight eight millimeter, I think. Uh Tuga Tauga. Like a nut uh nut fibre. Uh, it's hard as anything mm. and it's it's amazing. Um, it's like it's just we, it, for the listeners, it does look like a misshapen Werther's original. Um, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought that would be like immensely cumbersome to try and use, and actually, it's, it's much more comfortable than you think. Um, and before I before I got onto Jazz Threes, I used to use the big stubbies, which are three millimeters thick. Yeah, uh, and it it reminds me somewhat of that. Uh, and the the little effort that you have to put into using one because the uh, the because it hits like four strings at once. Well, it doesn't know <laughs> it's, it, it's accurate because it's got a point, but it's got like the mass behind it because it's a, a much heavier pick. Um, it creates more resonance with less effort. Mm. So that I was I was really impressed with that. Um, yeah, that's cool. It kind of it helps me out because I'm a really light picker. I know it doesn't necessarily sound like I am a lot of the time. It sounds like I'm smacking the strings, but I'm I'm actually quite light with my picking, uh, and that really really helps because it it does the work for me rather than me having to having to really kind of grip in there. Yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. I um I, I tend to pick way too hard to be honest. So yeah, it's something I've been very conscious of, but I don't want to drop my pick. <laughs> so I've had it so often, like you try and lighten up your playing, and then you kind of you don't hold onto your pick hard enough, and it's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, going to all sorts of like um, dangerous ground, talking about not holding me pick hard enough here, aren't I? Well, there's a the certain <laughs> crossover with the the fret talk ethos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh man. But yeah, I, I mean, I'd I'd really, uh, I'd I'd really like recommend people out there checking, um, checking Trident out, and especially just for that design because it's it's a really cool design. Uh, it look it looks like really metal because it's like got a couple of points on it. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, but it's it's really really ergonomic. It's kind of like got a BC Rich sort of feel about it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's got a very modern. Modern esque feel, hasn't it? Yeah, man. Oh, man. I, I'm I'm struggling to find our um, live stream now on um, thing. I've just refreshed my page to uh, find out where we are and why I I'm not seeing these updated comments. Yeah, no, I can't see the. Yeah, I've I've done that. I, I can't necessarily see them. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a problem with uh, with Facebook and it'll update in a bit. But that's not not a problem. It says we've got. We've got our viewers, so love like. Uh, and one th- one last thing that I wanted to to share this week. Yes. Let, let me just double check that I've not not forgotten anything. 
Mm, yeah, no, I'm fine. Uh, so, um, I got this through the post. I got this. Uh, this is uh, a snake. Oh my god! No, it's a it's a practical patch cable. I I bought a practical patch cable probably about a year ago now, and ever since they're the only cables that I've been buying. And this is like premium Mac Daddy quality. This one. This is ultra low capacitance uh, SOM um, cable. And okay, what is it? A speaker cable or a guitar cable? A guitar cable, standard guitar cable. Um, so, like Nutrix jacks and this SOM uh, guitar cable. It feels like you look at the finish on that, it, it looks a bit like, do you know the old um, Fender California cables? Oh, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. like shrink wrapped almost. Yeah. So it's it's got that same kind of plastic shrink wrapping, but it's it's a bit more malleable than those because they, I, I had real problem with them, um, breaking essentially because they wouldn't flex. Um, right. And they, okay. They'd end up uh, putting strain on the cable. That's that's got a similar uh, similar plastic out, outer exterior, um, but it's it's a lot more flexible. So it's. It's really cool, and and they're like ultra low capacitance cables, so like super super honest. Yep. Forgive me for looking up anyway. I'm not rolling my eyes, at Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. I am just reading some notes that I've got above me up here. I just realised when I looked down at the camera, I thought it looked like I was going. Yeah. God, he's talking about cables again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cables. Yeah. I mean, I, you you see on my uh, my note talk auto, and I, I put a little uh, a little reminder that. The uh, the demos are powered by Practical Patch because everything in my signal chain uh, I've managed to get Practical Patch because I've got a few um, a few little pancake patch cables from him as well. Oh, um, cool. So, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, most of what I'm using at the moment in terms of patch cables is, is from um, Pedal Patch. Pedal Patch. Yeah, I mean, I've got some. I just... I need to pull my finger out and actually do something with them because I've I've got a fair few. Um, it doesn't take long cables. to put together, like seconds, really. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just once you get to it, it's not one of those things that actually takes ages and ages and ages. They tend to work first time if you cut them straight. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's the it's the plunge though, isn't it? It's because, uh, like once you make it, then it's made, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but. It depends on how much li- I've got, I've got ca- coils and coils of um, cable left over, so I can remake them all the time. Yeah, and to be fair, so, I'll probably could as well because I bought bought two full uh, patch kits. Yeah, so yeah, I've probably you'll like got them. more than enough. But, very very good. Yeah, I, I I got a couple of TRSs through the um through the post uh, last week, so. Think we spoke about it. I can't remember if we did, but we were going to talk about the bright onions um, patch extender. Okay, did we speak yeah. about it. We did, yes. Okay, so I ordered one today. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, so I'm going to be turning my ES8 into an ES12. Nice. Very excited about that. So yeah, so I've got some cables too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You've got you've got some homework. Yeah, yeah. I've got to try and work out which end of the pedal board I want the I want it to be controlling. Oh, can you put it like? Because I, I just kind of assumed 
that it'd go at the end of the chain, but can you have it at the start then? Um, you can use it to control whatever you want. Um, but uh, it's a, it's it's going to keep them in order. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they they have to be in a block almost. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it is like one four pedal block that you're gonna have. And I've got more pedals after the after the switcher than I have before the switcher. But before, well, that's not necessarily true. But the ones before the switcher are things like wires and a compressor and stuff like that. And I would like to have the compressor in there. What I might do is just move everything up one slot. If you oh, know what I mean. That's a pain in the ass. That is. Yeah, yeah, it is a bit, but. Uh, at the same time, um, there are stereo loops on there as well that I don't want to be messing around with. So it's a bit, it's a bit of a, it is a bit of a pain in the ass to be honest. I, I will work it out, but it's, um, yeah, I might be able to turn my stereo out that's going through the loop of my victory on and off separate to the rest of it. <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna smile and nod. I'm, I'm trying to follow along, but. Yeah, it's, it it confuses me. Unless I sit there and think about it and re- try and remember what I've done, I'm like, oh, God, what have I done here? Yeah, yeah. It does make sense and it does work and it works really well, but it was properly confusing to get there. Have you been up to anything else or should I go? Um, <laughs> bit, I'll just I'll throw a, 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 a tiny little, little bonus here. Um, I posted uh, something today, a Gibbs Sunday, um thing. <laughs> um it it ended up being like on the official hashtag of Gibbs Sunday as well, which was pretty cool. Um sure. but essentially it was um a, a picture of a, a plain top Les Paul, like a plain top kind of uh honey burst ish. Um and a flame top Les Paul. Both were Les Paul traditionals. So I tried to keep them as, as close as possible. The Flame top was slightly cherry rather than honey bus. But like just to get the get across, which do you prefer, plain top or flame top? And which do you think would be the, the winner out of that? Nowadays I think plain top. Um because uh this this just seems the way that people are going for plain top, but personally I, I prefer a, a subtle flame top. Yeah, well that's the issue, isn't it? Flame tops often, because they're they're graded in terms of like how many A flames it is, isn't it? Yeah, unless you have something on it that looks like a tiger poo or um, an owl seal or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to be fair, like the the tiger uh, the tiger PRS, if it didn't have that tiger on it, like the the flaming of the neck and like the the kind of tiger burst. Looked really cool. It it was a bit a bit ostentatious, but I think if they would have just done that and like had it like a flame flame maple, slightly like orangey burst, and then with the flame across the neck, they called could have called that the tiger, and it would have been awesome. And it could have come with like a little. Why buying this guitar? You have donated to this um, this tiger that's in captivity or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, tiger sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, when you but, said Tiger Burst, my mind automatically just went straight back to Street Fighter. So like, Tiger Bunch. <laughs> I was thinking um, of the the Les Paul Dusk Tiger, which was a absolutely yes. horrendous thing as well. I mean, 
maybe, maybe this is a sign to say that tigers should not be mixed with guitars, like because <laughs> both have not been great. Uh, but anyway, you know yeah. tigers are. You know what tigers are good at, though, don't you? Um, the, golf. What? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So, um, the the plane top got sixty two percent of the votes uh, to thirty eight, and I think I think you are right. There's a um, a, a bit of a trend at the moment for going back to basics, where all of that kind of ostentatious quilt tops and flame tops and like purfling and and all of that is kind of falling out of fashion, and people just want. A good old pastel colours. <laughs> yeah, they just want like good bare bones, straight to the point. I don't. <laughs> um, I mean, there's there's argument for it either way, isn't there? Yeah, I don't, I don't want something like you say that's ostentatious, but I, I would like something that is um, that does look pretty. Um, it, and there is a fine there is a fine line to tread, and it's kind of like it's all in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? What is ostentatious and what is uh, just pretty? But uh, some of these, some of these guitars that are just like pastel colours, some of them do look really cheap. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it's um, it's been tarred with the the brush of the cheap guitar, hasn't it? Because mm. uh, just a flat finish, like a flat poly finish on a on a guitar, can be done at any price point. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just because something is more expensive to do, doesn't mean it's better. Yeah. yeah, so it's like lacquered necks don't feel as nice to play as unlacquered necks, but it's more expensive to lacquer them. Yeah, but then to lacquer them, like <laughs> the the alternative, like um, like Charvel will like oil the necks and and mm. yeah, that is nice. And that he's got like the 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 best of both worlds with like sealing the wood and making it like treated nice, and then also feels like an unfinished. Um, but yeah, so there was a like I, I was surprised at that. I thought it'd be a lot closer for the uh, for the flame tops, but no. Apparently, apparently, plain tops are in. Plain Jane is what yeah. I called it. At least on Instagram, they are. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a very it depends on who you're a very um, select demographic, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's like if if you did it on the guitar nerds thing, and uh, asked them what colours the best, they'd all say pink. You yeah. go to um, Pedals of Doom, perhaps, and then you say like which colour guitars the best, and everyone says they're black, for instance. And you know, it, it does depend on who you're asking. Yeah, it, may, it might be worth asking the same questions in some different forums and seeing if the answer changes. Mm-hmm. I, I do think you're right. You're bang on, though. Yeah, the the trend to the, at the moment is towards the the plain tops, painted guitars. Yeah, I think uh, I think the like the overly um, overly flamey tops are, are kind of conjure up the the dentist guitar uh, image, and it's cool to hate on them at the moment. Our friend Terry over at Pedal Boards of Dooms just said hello. Hi, Terry. How you doing? He is a very interesting man. Used to work at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Terry Hatcher? Yeah. As in, not not Superman person, but no. Because <laughs> that's a lady. 
And that is a Terry, lady. It's not a lady. <laughs> I mean, that, that shows your age. That does the fact that you're saying she's from Superman, like a <laughs> like a nineties serial um, TV series. Um, whereas and not not Desperate Housewives or something it, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Or Bond. She was in like two Bond movies as well. Two. She was no, in two. She, two. She was. I mean, she was only in the start of. Um, she was like, "Tomorrow never dies," and the world is not enough. I think. Um, oh no, they were both Pierce Brosnan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was his last ones, wasn't it? After Goldeneye. No. What a film! Uh, Goldeneye's so good. Die Another Day was the last one because it had. Oh, that was. Was that the one with Madonna. the with the racing the Jag and the Aston on the ice? And it, it was. was real, yes, it was. Really yeah. crap. Yeah. God, that was a terrible film. <laughs> I mean, Bond film coming out soon, though. Yes, there is. It 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 changed titles as well, didn't it? Because it was going to be called Shatterhand, which is <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> Especially on the toilet paper crisis. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so we couldn't we couldn't couldn't get any toilet paper, so she Shatterhand. Oh man, that is it's 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 not a not a mental image, is it? Not one you want to think of. Oh my god, how did that even get past? Like, the... <laughs> well, because they're they're based on the old uh, novels, aren't they? So, yeah, like... I suppose the, the the new ones are, are really good. You know, we we're talking about um, the the new adventure Superman, right? Um, so they're they're doing a. You know the Flash and all these sort of things that so they've yep. got, like the CW. Well, they're doing um, a Superman series, but they're, they're going to be crossing over with like actors of um, previous Superman. So that's going to include the guy from Smallville that was in Lucifer recently. Um, okay, yeah, but um, he's hench now. Is bloke. he? I mean, he was he was pretty pretty built back then. Uh, I mean, he played yeah. Superman, so he's he's got a. No, he was really weedy at the start, though, wasn't he? Like, proper weedy. I don't think he was. Mm. Uh, I think <laughs> he was. He was younger. I, I, I was never a big fan of Smallville, but but there is talk of Dean Kane coming into it as well. Dean Kane. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Get your latest geek news here. That's it. Yeah. Uh, mm. So aside from uh, aside from DC news, what have you been up to this week? Uh, well, in Marvel Land, right? Um, I've been up. I've been really, really busy. So one of the reasons we've held my uh, what I've been up to off a little bit is because it overlaps with the news quite considerably. Yes. Um, so uh, let's get some of the little bits out of the way. Um, some of the bits that aren't breaking news. Um, what have I worked on? I've worked on jam pedals. Have a, a tube screamer pedal, which is called the, the Tube Dreamer. It was one of their first pedals, and a lot of people reckon it's the best um, 808 clone out there. Um, and we released it today on Tonepedia. So you can go on to Jam Pedals and check it out. It's on their own website, and uh, yeah, check it out. It sounds really good. I also put a post up today that had um, a couple of original 808s. One was of the, the Finn 808 as well, so the very first one. And then one from 79, I think it was. Um, or it might have been early 80s. And the um, the plumes from Earthquaker Devices and the Tube yeah. Dreamer today. 
so I've put them in there to compare. So that's quite an interesting little comparison. Yeah, I mean the the jam uh, jam pedals. I'm pretty sure I saw it on uh, on that pedal show. It might have been. It was either. Um, is it Matt Schofield? Yes. Or was it it Kirk Fletcher? I think it might have been Kirk. Do you know Matt uses a lot of Mad Professor stuff? He does. He? Yeah, yeah. He, he uses two uh, deep blue delays, doesn't he? Yes, yes, he does. I, I can't remember what. Um, there are a lot of um, artists choosing the jam gear, though. Mm. Especially their wah pedal. Like everyone loves that. I really want to get my hands on it. I mean, I, I was impressed with the the uh, the tube, what is it, tube dreamer. What is it? It's tube dreamer. Yeah. Yeah. I was Clever name, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was impressed with it when I heard it on uh, that pedal show. Um, but Kirk Fletcher, <laughs> he can play guitar. Awesome. So uh, yeah, he could have been Hello, playing Mike. a boss metal zone. <laughs> Our friend Mike Medek has said hello. Hey, doing, dude? Um, Evening. Yeah, no, that that they are really really cool. Um, so the next bit of news uh, that I've been working on, um, I've been working with a company called Revo. You probably haven't heard of them because they haven't released anything yet. I have because I watched your news. <laughs> you did my news. I do a weekly news for anyone who was wondering on uh, Pedalboard to Doom. So every Friday, I think we do it on Friday, aren't we? That's what we're toying with at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Friday we'll put out um, some news, and it's just a brief five, ten minute, not never ten minutes, but just like five to seven minutes of just rounding up the week's news. Yeah, nice, nice little hit bit in there. Anyway, yes, Revo, they have released, well, they are releasing a guitar called The Slight. What is super, super cool about this, in fact, I've got some pictures. Let's bring some pictures up. Um, let's have a look. Oh, we've got one here. Dark. Oh, there we go. Hop. Right, okay, so this guitar looks like quite a lumpy guitar. It's white and with a big black bit on the top of it. Um, and what it is, it's actually a modular guitar, so a bit like a folding guitar, apart from all the bits come apart, only held together by the strings. And and then they can go into what looks very much like a laptop case. And it's yes, about the same yeah. sort of size as a laptop case. So um, if I go over to this picture here, you'll see that it's, and for the listeners to explain, it's basically... The two halves of uh, the laptop case, you put the neck, the centre of the body in one side of it, and then the two wings of the of the body into the other because they slot off. What's really cool about this is you can plug it into a normal amp and play it as... It's a full-size full guitar as well. It's not only of these three-quarter length guitars. Maple body... Uh, sorry, maple neck as well. But you um, you can then play it through its own built-in amp. So it's got a preamp built into it. The big black bit at the top of it is a speaker. Yeah, that's a speaker, isn't it? Yeah, it has effects built into it, so distortions, EQs, these sort of things. Um, it's bloody good. Um, so, yeah, I, I found this as I was going through a few bits and pieces. I spoke to the guys, and we're they're going to be launching their um, their Kickstarter for it on Wednesday. And you can save nearly a grand 
on it by um, going into the Kickstarter and use and signing up to it there. Nice. So that's super cool. You've got choice pickups, humbuckers or single coils. Whatever you choose, they come in the same humbucker size um, white case because this is a very stylistic looking guitar. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, like the body shapes, almost kind of along the lines of those uh, Abassi guitars. It's got that kind of because the um, the neck joins the body. It, it looks like about the fifteenth or seventeenth fret, because um, the the top 12, the t- 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, Just as it just so it's the eighteenth fret where it hits it. Yeah, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. 20. It's got twenty-four frets, and the twenty-four fret is of you know the cutaway is very right angular, isn't it? Almost like a um, millimetric. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very much so. Yeah, it's an interesting looking uh, looking guitar. Uh, from See, the like, sorry, I was talking to you and I uh, like when I uh, once you'd done the news, I was like, when I first saw the guitar, I hated it. <laughs> I was, I was completely, uh, completely not sold on it uh, because it's it is uh, like a really strange looking. Uh, striking, very striking. Yeah, uh, but then by the time you'd finished the new segment, I was like, "Yeah, I'm done with this." <laughs> yeah, you see the LEDs around the the um, the rings around like the uh, volume and tones and that sort of thing. Yeah, they change color um, as you like. They like go, for, I guess, from like green to red as you turn the volume up and these sort of things as well. There was um, a Yamaha guitar which do, which did that. But I think it was that it just had a volume and a tone, and the 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 ring around the the volume would change based on the pickup you were selecting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's um the um oh, what's those really really nice um guitars made in Switzerland that are like metal inside and you can take the bodies off and stuff like that with magnets. I haven't got a clue, mate. <laughs> Better guys as well. I can't remember what they're called, but yeah, the um, <clears throat> they have some interesting things do, going on with LEDs. Um, but the um, the these for me, these are really really good because you can take it on holiday. You know, you can you can go off wherever you want to go, and you haven't got to worry about some moron chucking your fifty nine Les Paul into the hold and smashing it up because you can keep this with you in your hand luggage. Yeah, that's super cool. And you don't have to have an amp with you or anything like this. You can practice straight from the uh, guitar. You know, you can have things like delay and stuff built into it. So it's um, you get some really nice stuff built into it, uh, and just practice away or just go down to the beach and not have to play an acoustic. You can play an electric, play along to whatever, and just fold it up, put it away. Yeah, for me, this is uh, this is a solution, like an all-in-one solution for the. The guys or girls who uh, work away on business for quite a, quite a bit, yeah. Um, and if like if you know that you'll be stuck in a hotel room for like a week because you're at some some conference or or whatever, and you don't really want to take a guitar with you. Um, <clears throat> so we we have um, demoed this at Tonepedia, so we've tone captured it, we've tone captured a prototype, and we're going to be updating it um, as time goes on. Okay. So at the moment, you've only got it running into a couple of amps, um, but soon we we've got it all ready, so we can um, so we can record it into its own speaker once the uh, bits and pieces are ready. Because as you imagine, they go into uh, 
most of their focus at the moment is on the Kickstarter and getting that ready. That's yeah, cool. So best of luck to the guys. Best of luck to Alex and the team over at Revo. Yeah. Revo. yeah. And um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll see a few of these. I might try and get one um, as a marketing lens and uh, maybe we can try it out. I can bring it up to yours or something. Because it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it is a travel guitar so I can travel. Well, hey, yeah. <laughs> So that's that's uh, one of the things that I've been doing. Um, what else have I been doing? Oh, of course, the biggest thing I've been doing this week would be the launch of this pedal. So this. Uh, there. Too quick. Too <laughs> quick. I didn't see it. There we go. Cafetiere. Yeah. I've heard of that Caf- before. That's a Xander yeah. pedal. It is, but not like this. So this yeah. is uh, one that I've worked on with um, Alex uh, over the last few months or so. As you can see on the side, it says, Pedal Boards are doomed. We've got our own pedal, boys and girls. Woo-woo. There are 10 of these up for sale. Well, there were 10 of these. Uh, most of them are gone now. Um, and they are fundraisers. So they're a limited run, and they were out there simply to raise money for a charity that uh, Alex and I would both very strongly believe in, which is the Black Lives Matters movement. So it's something we want to support. Uh, Alex and I live in a similar sort of part of the world where there's a lot of morons. (laughs) I'm not going to mince my words here. They are morons. And... um, you know, we've had to put up with seeing these sort of people try and influence us or whatever in the past. And we've seen friends and family be on the receiving end of it. And it's not nice. It's really, really not nice. So if any, mm-hmm. we can do anything to kind of help this movement and try and get people to grow the fuck up for a little bit, uh, we will. So that's why we've brought these out. They are... You've got two knobs on them. Yeah. One's me, one's Alex. <laughs> you've got level and you've got gain. And yeah. you've got two clipping options. One's asymmetrical. And I think the, the other one um, takes the uh, the clipping diode out or something along those or bypasses the tone or whatever. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, can you remember? Uh, I, I, I thought it was three. <laughs> three clipping. If it's, if it's only two. I know there's definitely yeah. one where it lifts the diodes out. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So that's what we've got. It's got a silicon chip on it as well. We were going to put a germanium chip in it, but we we AB'd the two circuits and we were like, the silicon sounds better. We're not just going to put um, put yeah. germanium in for the yeah, sake just of saying be, it's got germanium. Can, yeah, just for the marketing spiel. Yeah, we, we got some proper fancy germanium chips as well and we put them in there and we're like, nope, keep calling them chips tonight, but yeah, they're yeah, transistors. Yeah, um, but the yeah they they just didn't sound as good as the silicon ones. Um, so we we're like, yeah, let's go with them. Um, something that people really like about them is it's it's like a, a very dark grey pedal. Um, yeah. It's got a texture to it, and you've got the cafetiere like um, yeah. The you've also got down the bottom. You've got this uh, logo, which is this one here, which is a, a black hand and a white hand put together to make a love heart which is really really nice um these are stickers alex has designed as well they're proper cool aren't they yeah, yeah he should sell them man um and then on the side you've got zander and pedalwater doom stamped on the side of it but the most striking part of this is the knobs so they are the same knobs that you would find on the neve preamp 
and they are ox blood red and they just set the pedal off so well when he first put them on there i was like all right cool okay cool i'll go with that but um now i look at it and i'm just like god that's one of the best looking pedals i've seen come out in months he's got an eye for design as well alex <laughs> he certainly has man he certainly has he knows what he's doing uh yeah i i the moment I saw him, I thought that is a that is a striking pedal, um, mm. and yeah, Cafetier is a, a an absolute staple of the uh, of the Zander lineup, and this one's like a no nonsense stripped back. You get that tone version, and it's all for a good cause as well. So I mean, win win win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, in the first couple of hours, most of them sold out. We've only got a couple left, and um, yeah, it's great. So, if you, if you want one, go and get one. Can't be more clearer than that, can I? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty much how capitalism works. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're on they're on the. Uh, Alex's uh, on Zander Circuitry's uh, website. There, on if you go on there, it's the first thing you see. So you just click through from there. What else have I been doing? I have put that order in for Bright Onion pedals um, for that there switcher, and uh, we did a, a launch, a big launch for a company called B and G. So B and G, an Israeli company, and they make guitars to an ex. Extremely high level. I might have spoken yeah. about them before. I don't. I don't know if I have. I've, I've played a few of them, and they are. If I say they're some of the best guitars in in the that I've ever played, I'm not pushing it hard enough. I'm not affiliated with this company in any way, shape, or form. I've had a dinner party with them once. Right. Other than <laughs> that, <laughs> um, but oh my god, they are amazing even when you pick up their chinese made guitars you you know when i played their chinese made guitar i didn't realize and i thought it was their their, like handmade uh, you know in israel one and i was just like this is amazing and then when the chap said that's the chinese one i couldn't (laughs) believe it honestly they they're just they're just like gold they're absolutely amazing and um what kind of style are they Okay, so they look. They were based on parlor guitars. So imagine most of them are like a Les Paul, but without the cutaway, and a smaller, uh, more like a figure of eight than uh, two yeah, zeros yeah. put together. So it's a lot less. Yeah, very smaller. compact body. Yeah, absolutely. But they do do them now with the cutaway as well. Okay. So it looks like a, just a slightly smaller body on a, a Les Paul. Um, they're hollow body mostly with um, a wooden block in the middle, so semi-hollow. And they are um, very resonant and very, very nice to play. But they have be- they have made, handmade, so not including their Chinese ones, they've handmade over a thousand guitars, oh. which is a lot of guitars to knock out. Right? And obviously, you learn a thing or two. So they thought, okay, what can we do to really push the boat out and push our uh, our skills to the limit? And they've come up with these. Um, I love the name of them. It takes us back to James Bond again. They called them the, the uh, Goldfinger guitars. <laughs> Goldfinger. <laughs> so uh, yes, they are. 
the Goldfinger guitars. Um, I'm I'm gonna get this off off my chest to start with. They're just under six thousand dollars. Right. It's an awful lot of money. It's a hell of a lot of money. And I, you know, there is a, you know, that it's it's a very good argument to make to say that if you went from a three thousand pound guitar to a six thousand pound guitar, you're probably not going to notice the difference. Yeah, there's not double the difference, is there? No, it even close. If you go from a thousand pound guitar to a two thousand pound guitar. You're probably if you especially if you don't know what you're doing, you're not gonna notice the difference. No, it's it's comes back to the law of diminishing returns, doesn't it? Exactly. But that is what these cost. They are six grand. One of the reasons they're six grand is because the tops and the backs are carved. They're not like laminated or whatever. They are literally carved from one bit of wood. So, you know, that's that's pretty outstanding, to be honest, and it takes a bloody long time, and, you know, if you make one cock up, that's it. Off it goes. Um, everything about them is top-notch. Like, the binding is flame maple. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> no, it's, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? But um, the guys got these in over at Timepedia, and they were demoing them, and they did a video demo of them. And... You know, these guys are like Emmanuel from Timepedia and these sort of things. Uh, you know, they play amazing guitars all the time. And they're just like, this This is just something else. Yeah. You know, it plays itself. It makes you a better player. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah. Logging it, yeah. So we did a big launch with them. Uh, and that's been pretty massive. You've got an African mahogany block in there. Um, it's mahogany mostly through the guitar, apart from you've got like uh, the the carved top and back. Uh, it's a uh, zikarate. Am I saying that right? Zikarat. Zikarate. Zikarate. I haven't got a clue, mate. Uh, it's it's a type of. It's somewhere between rosewood and ebony in terms of its. Um, it's like a rosewood with tighter pores. Um, and it's uh, that's what they've got the board. That's what that's made of. It comes with P90s humbuckers, kickbuckers, uh, which are their own style of humbuckers. Very, very, very cool. Yeah. And just just of throwing that term in as if it's, it's kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. humbuckers, P90s, kickbuckers, yeah, kickbuckers. all of us. Yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, the um, speaking of, um, of. Uh, pickups. I put some Fletcher P90s in my SG today. Well, today, oh. yesterday. Oh. Yes. And I've never owned P90s before. I've never owned a P90 guitar. What do you think? It's just unbelievable. I, I I was abing it against my Les Paul. My Les Paul's proper good. And I couldn't get the, those sort of like raw overdriving tones. So what I was doing is I was running my um, treble booster, the um, the green tone treble booster, the Big L. Yeah. Um, I was running that. I turned my Fender off. I, I've got my Marshall running up here. Uh, so I've taken my Ebenez off. I've put my Ebenez into retirement for a little bit so I can put my Marshall on because I wanted that Fender Marshall uh, stereo rig going. Yeah. Um. And I just turned it off, whacked that, that the the um, the bridge pickup on, 
turned the tube screen, the the uh, triple booster on, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I wasn't even playing any lead. It was just like chords, 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 because it's so um, addictive. Yeah, it gives you that really tight kind of 70s rock tone, doesn't it? Oh, man, it was just that. It always felt like the music had crackle to it. It's it's so hard to explain. Um, but yeah, when people say raspy, I don't. I see what they're saying with that. But I think there's better words. Um, and it is. It's it's just lovely. It really is absolutely lovely. The only complaint I've got is not with the pickups itself. Is with the, my uh, SG. It's just crap. It's a copy thing. And I'm like, I'm yeah. like thinking to myself, these pickups deserve a better guitar than this. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, yeah so like, P90s are they're a really throaty sound, aren't they? The it's like a a, a really tight uh, and mid focused humbucker almost, like really. Yeah, because yeah, I mean they they are single coils, but they they couldn't be further apart from like a regular like a strat or a telly single coil yeah so this has led me to kind of like think about what i'm going to do with um what i'm going to do with this guitar i think i'm going to switch out the the pots are okay although i did have that thing i think i mentioned it to you before where the um the two volume pops were 100k yeah and the uh the, the two um Tone pots were 500k, so I've just taken the, the tone pots and put made them volume pots, <laughs> and I've just done away with the tone. So I was like, "This is going to be a rock machine. I don't really need anything else." So um, yeah, I've, um, <clears throat> I'm going to get a better switch on there because the switch on this is just yeah, weird. Chat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I may even get a refretted because the frets on this are so worn down. They're just it's almost like they're not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a strap like that once, and it was, it was a lovely strap, but it was, it was just trouble to play. Yeah, gonna get the new Tunematic bridge because this one's got nylon saddles, I think, which is just Has crap. It? Yeah, oh, it's a piece of trash, this guitar. But, is it, um, but the uh, you, you don't find nylon saddles until you get to like three and a half grand in. Uh, Three three five territory. Nylon saddles are. I mean, they're not the. They're not particularly hard wearing, but they are a tone. <laughs> yeah, I, this might just be plastic then. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's. Um, I say nylon just because. It, it might be. I mean, the, it's, there's nothing particularly. Uh, like pricey about it, or. No. But, no, absolutely. But they are they're, they're vintage, correct? Aren't they the um, nylon saddles? Right. Okay, used to come with them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can't remember if I changed the nut on this or not before, but it looks like it's been changed. Um, someone did a setup on it. This has got a zero fret on it as well. This isn't actually a proper SG. This isn't a Gibson SG, even though there's a sticker saying it is. <laughs> but it's. Um, yeah, it it's got a zero fret on it, so I don't know if it's worth changing the nut on it. To be fair, um, and um, I'm going to change the tuners because they're they're terrible as well. Probably put locking tuners on it. Yeah, 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 
It's going to be a bit of work going on with this guitar, just getting it set up nice because I I want it to play nicely. Yeah, because because it sounds like it should play better. Yeah, yeah, it sounds fantastic. It really does. It's definitely a mahogany body, so you know that's all you really need. It's a bolt on neck as well. Yeah, like doesn't bother me. Yeah, no, me either. So, you know, strats are fine with bolt on necks. Well, on Gibsons. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that that is that is more or less what I've been up to. Um... That's, <laughs> it... that's pretty much our time as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've been a busy boy. You have as well, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, like generally speaking, we've we've covered a bit of a bit of news as well this week. So that was uh, that was a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I hope you've got a good joke this week. I do not. Um, <laughs> but before we before we get officially wrapping up, we give a shout out to our Patreon backers. Uh, and for as little as two dollars a month, you can be one of those too. And that's uh, patreon.com slash fret talk. Um, so who have we got? We've got Bimson. We've got we've got Yeoman. Uh, Bimson was in the the comments today. We've got Yeomans of Chef Effects. We have got Doug Christ of Thirty Seven Effects. Oh, Chris. We've got. I mean, that's not off putting at all. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Joseph Richardson of Joseph Richardson Music or Abstracting Band. Um, who have just? I think they're dropping, uh, dropping their first single sometime soon. Hey. Um, so yeah, check check that out. Uh, we've got Hugh G. Uh or is it just the pleat, the pleat in the pants? Um, <laughs> oh, that's an Anchorman reference. Um, who else have we got? We've got we've got Mister Fletcher with Fletcher Pickups, Ben Fletcher um, again, who was in the in the comments today. And we have finally got Mr. Brian Gower of the Turn Jokes podcast. Uh, so those are those are our Patreon backers. Um, Lee, where do people find you if they want to see or hear stuff from you? They don't. Yes, they do. You're, <laughs> okay. You're a frequent yeah. contributor to uh, Pedal Boards of Doom now, the YouTube <laughs> channel. Yes, we have our YouTube channel, which is doing very, very well. Thank you for everyone who has subscribed to that. And if you haven't, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, you do do join us on there. We we love you and we want you to join us. Um, that's probably going to make people unsubscribe, really, isn't it? <laughs> well, well, we'll check. <laughs> Let's see if there's a, a little dip in our analytics. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I mean, so, yeah, Tempedia... We- Obviously, um, Pedalboards of Doom, and you can find me on Instagram as well under Pedalboards of Doom. And we've got a YouTube group, got sorry, Facebook group, Facebook page, and um, yeah, also on YouTube we have Lowell, who's doing the uh, Does It Doom or Does It Dad or Does It Rock and all these sort of things. We've also got Mikey, who's doing Hands On, that isn't as um, dodgy as it sounds. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 almost like a um a natural extension of the no talk or tone where it's doing like guitar, bass, uh like synth, drum pads and and like a whole spectrum of things whilst also showcasing the the sounds within a pedal. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh and he is so talented. Yeah, so, very, so very talented. talented. Like, 
so so musical. It's very mm. tranquil, isn't it? Like you can just uh, put on one of those hands-on videos and just kind of chill out with it for a bit. Although he did do my favourite video of the year, which is the uh, Chase Bliss Benson Ultima Ultimatone, uh, with game music that he had recorded himself as an album. So you've got like Zelda, Final Fantasy and all these sort of things on there. And he'd run that through the Automaton and he changed like the uh, the shape of the guitars, guitars on it. It is awesome. That is one of my favourite videos I've ever seen. And uh, yeah, probably of all time. I absolutely love that. It's not called the Automaton, is it? It's called the Autone? No, it's Automaton. I'm sure it is. Automaton. Autonomous Automaton, no. yes. Automaton. Like my automobile. I, th- I thought you were saying Ultima. Ultimate tone. Yeah, like ultimate tone, yeah. Automaton, <laughs> yeah, like automaton. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I get it now. Okay. It's, uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then we also have um, the, what, the Stomp V Stomp. Um, Which is series. so cool. It's kind of like analog versus digital versions is, yeah. of by it's, yours very self, sir. Well it's a done. Fight, fight between the uh, the analog and digital. And to be fair, the, there are no winners or losers in it. Like the the tones that have been happening are good. You just you can't argue with the fact that they sound good. They they sound different, but they sound good, uh, which is just cool. Um, yeah, the the tube screamer one you did sounded almost identical. Yeah, it was all. We've got it's indistinguishable. <laughs> yeah, we, but we've I'm got um, we've got one coming up. It's either either this week or it's next week. Uh, I think it might be next week because I think on the ninth is another one from Mikey, which is the uh, um, the Wampler Terraform. Yeah, and then the one after that will be. Um, so the week after that, something like the fourteenth or something. Oh, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be later than that. Um, is the Boss DS one versus versus the uh, so you've got the D's one and the uh, the Keely mod DS one as well. Yeah, man. It's um, yeah. <clears throat> if you haven't seen if you haven't seen these these chaps on our channel, then go and check them out because they are so entertaining. They're more entertaining than us. <laughs> especially Lowell Lowell is like Lowell should be commentating wrestling <laughs> he, really he pretty much does with his uh, with his <laughs> videos it's amazing uh, yeah. but yeah we might we might be also have a a sneaky sneaky extra video series involving a few of us coming out soon as well oh yeah, um, but, yeah when, once Lee pulls his finger out well, I wasn't I wasn't going to say anything but <laughs> no uh we, you know, we, you can tell I've been busy this week. No, I haven't stopped. That's it. Um, and if you want to find me, it is Budget Pedal Trap. So uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube slash Budget Pedal Trap. Uh, YouTube is the home to the No Talk Alturn series, and there's just there's so much going on on Instagram at the moment. I run little uh, little quizzes and competitions and uh, little little polls to see which wins, like the plain top versus the flame top. Uh, and some of the things would surprise you. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. So, that is where we're going to end for this week. So, from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. 
from this guy over here, which is Lee. Say bye, Lee. Bye. It will be a tatty bye. It will be a good night for this week. There are a bit. Bye, all. See you later. Goodbye. Have a good time. Goodbye. to the doctor says doctor you've got to help me i'm addicted to twitter doctor says i don't follow you yeah uh. that'll do that'll do